feel like it's finally calm. I can breathe. There was a lot now happening. Now that I'm away from my kids, hell yeah, I can breathe. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. There was just chaos. Yeah. In the house. Yeah. Before we started like, this. Taylor got here and it was like in the midst of full taller breakdown. Yeah. Um, And then we're like, have fun, Skylar. Yeah. Bye. Sorry. <laughs> Tequila. <laughs> I left my kids this morning and little one was crying, crawling all around and older one was, mommy, daddy, do this, do that. Oh my God. Just pure chaos wait how old is cove he is three three and a half three yeah he seems like like and a sunny's full... gonna be a year old that is crazy wait november december 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 oh my god yeah so freaking weird yeah sky i was just telling you about this but my daughter is now talking in sentences mm-hmm. like little phrases she's saying where are you i want some like all What's... of these things and i'm just like what who what is that like yeah. weren't you just in my it happens, stomach yeah it happens overnight it's so weird so yeah what have you been up to i have a really funny story and okay. i waited to to tell you this um what if i tell you and you're like not funny but i think it's pretty funny i'll fake laugh it's fine so okay <laughs> thank you also side note if you're watching the video on youtube i've got a chihuahua under my legs right now he is like just buried himself under the blanket so that's why i'm sitting so like uncomfortably stage five clinger for sure so anywho my husband and i got a german shepherd it's so cute can we say her name no not yet because i don't even know but is she is the sweetest little soul yeah we got her as a protective dog um we'll get into this in another episode once she's like actually here but she's at training right now it's like a an hour drive for me to go and I went to training with her the other day had such a good day I was so happy to be with my dogs they're just their happiness is infectious cloud nine got to see my new dog was on the way home and I was like yes such a great day and then a spider I was on the highway and this junk okay I don't fucking do bugs I don't do it I don't do anything like you are psycho if you do bugs no like i don't do anything i don't know how one does no little ants no nothing that's terrifying yeah while you're driving bitch this is my worst nightmare and it was one of them bitches that's got like you know they're strong do you know what i'm saying they got like the i can't even think about it (laughs) they've got like the thick legs you can tell they're fast it's like one of those kinds (laughs) i was it's not like one of the spiders with like the flimsy little legs that are just gonna like it's like one of the (laughs) that are like "Ah, i'm gonna fucking get you i'm driving on the highway and spider comes and first instinct does gotta kill this bitch i'm in my car like if it goes missing then i'm dead and so I'm driving. I can't take off my shoe. No. On the highway. And so all I had was my hydro flask, my water bottle, my big ass water bottle. Mm-hmm. I took that bitch and I said, yeah. And I cracked my windshield. <laughs> Erica. Was Skylar mad? No. He's like, he doesn't get mad. But he's like the sweetest human. He's like, he's yeah. like a teddy bear. You he was definitely like, be mad. so this is what happened. So. <laughs> It was instinct. I wasn't thinking this is going to damage my car. And I didn't even care. When, like, literally, when I saw the crack, I was like, but the spider. But I'm alive. Back to the spider. No, the spider didn't die. What? Spider didn't die. 
So I smashed it. Windshield cracked. And it wasn't just a little crack. Whole window. Whole windshield. (laughs) I thought I killed it. It was still. And then it just started scurrying away. And I fucking hit it again. Trapped in the car, freaking the fuck out. For 15 minutes, I called Skylar and I was like, I don't... I need you to talk me off the ledge right now. Like I'm trapped in this car. Like my life is in jeopardy. Like, and I cracked the windshield and he's like, wait, hold on. You cracked the windshield? Like really? And I was like, that's besides the point right now. Oh, Skylar. Yeah. So anyways, my windshield, I cracked my windshield because of this bitch Oof. and still don't know where he is to this day. So he could be like nesting in my car. Well, my week, hmm. nothing eventful happened. You didn't almost die from a spider attack? No. Yeah. Well, I love that for you. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> Survived another week of momming. Oh my gosh. Don't get me started. My poor husband. Oh God. What's going on? Oh no. He's just had to deal with all my emotions and mm. like any husband does, but he deals with them good. I should say, but same with mine. no, just having two kids is hard. Everyone said it would be easy and I got tricked. Like who I said got it would be tricked. easy? Everyone, everyone I talked to, they were like, Oh, going from zero to one is a lot harder than going from one to two. No, it is not. Who said that? Who are these people telling you this? Because like they, <laughs> you don't have to have a brain to know that this that's going to be I hard. I guess just their reasoning was going from zero to one is going from not knowing. Yeah, it's kind of like a shock from, you know, go, not knowing anything to going to pure. Yeah, that makes sense because we have said like when we have number two, if we were to have number two, then we like know what to expect more and you like know what you're doing more because with sky we didn't know what we were doing yeah so i can see that yeah i guess it's just been so hard for us and not to say it's been hard um having a child in general is tough Mm -hmm. um but if you have a good partner to go through it with it's manageable and easy and whatever but um however you want to describe having kids is it depends on the day yeah But our first was so easy. Um, From night one, he slept through the night. And we woke up in the hospital and we were like, what? What just happened? Wow. Really? But with all his issues, that was the reason. But then he got NICU trained and we took him home and he has slept through the night um, since day one. And everyone, there I go again, everyone, everyone told us that we, when we had our second, they were going to be a hellion. And mm-hmm. there came Sonny. <laughs> so is he like a little? He's insane. Really? In what way? He doesn't sleep. Really? He doesn't nap. He is a stage five clinger. Mm-hmm. I think I looked up how many organs you have because I think he is my like additional organ. Yeah. Like he is so attached to me. But I didn't breastfeed my first one. And so I think it's the breastfeeding. Yeah. Because I'm still going strong with that. And. At times, like, my husband can't even hold him. So around, like, his age now, when Skye was that age, she was the same way. She never would take a bottle. The only time she would ever take a bottle of my milk was at nighttime. She would take one bottle, and he would feed it to her. Um, She doesn't even take a bottle now. That was just for a period of time. That was just our routine. He would feed her the bottle, and then I would go get ready for bed, and then I would come and, like, take her from him and you know whatever and there was a period of time where she literally would not let 
like she would freak the fuck out okay yes that's how he is yeah and I mean, it was bad i can't even get up at night to go pee i will hold my pee all night yeah See, because I move an inch like it's I'm not even exaggerating like if you are pregnant if you are planning to have kids like I, we don't want to scare you but I think a lot of people underestimate how much of a life-changing thing it is to have a child and I've had a lot of people say to me I can somewhat imagine because I've babysat a lot or I've had a lot of like younger cousins and siblings and stuff like that so you know I can kind of understand and I'm like okay but also you just you you genuinely cannot understand the sacrifices that you have to make when you're a parent until you have one until you have one yeah and for me my situation I had absolutely no idea because I don't have any younger siblings I've never had the responsibility of watching any other like you know cousins or anything like that so I went into it completely in the dark and I was one of those people who I was like I wasn't naive to the fact that it was going to be a lot of work but just genuinely had no idea what kind of change it was about to be yeah I remember you texted me and it was like one week before you had her and you were like I don't even know how to change a diaper I didn't yeah no I, I we had to call the nurse when we were in the hospital and she had to we were like we don't know how to change her diaper no (laughs) we had no idea and Skylar had more experience than I did because he's the oldest of five Mm -hmm. so he has four younger siblings and so he had more experience than I did but even then he didn't know what to do like it's different when you're the parent and you're the one having to figure everything out yeah but you guys are the best parents. I mean, Aww. Sky's so lucky to have you guys. You guys are so nurturing and loving to her. You, I mean, she's your world and you can just mm. see it. Anyone that knows them, you can just see it. It's, Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> just facts here. Again. No, you guys are the best parents too. I feel like this is so important to have friends who are other moms and stuff, especially like your close, close friends. Like we were friends before becoming moms. And so it takes it to a whole nother level. You know, you can find, yes, you have like people who maybe in your past and you're not so close with, but then they have children and you're like, oh, I could hang out with them because they're a mom. But having that bond with somebody and then stepping into motherhood and having to be able to like, I can go to you because you had went through it before I did. So I would come to you and be like, what do I do? Like what's happening? So I feel like that's so important. That's yeah. so underrated. I know. To have I didn't good even mom think, friends. Yeah. I didn't even think about that before you just said it. Mm-hmm. But it's so true. Like we, I mean, we go way back and mm-hmm. we started out when we were so young and then now we have little ones and we can bond over that now. Like it just takes mm-hmm. our friendship to such a higher level. No, hundred percent. I mean, I literally don't even know what I would have done. That is like my best piece of advice. Well, I could probably think of other things for advice as well, but my best piece of advice to anybody who is expecting or who wants kids is to have a good support system around you like whether that be mom friends or just people who have went through it, that is like, I, I genuinely don't know what I would have done. Yeah. Because like I said, I was so in the dark before I had Sky. I had you and one of my other really good friends. And like you guys were the ones who I went to 
for everything. And I don't know what I would have done without that. Well, for us, I don't know what we would have done without like my mom and Mm -hmm. my husband's mom, my mother-in-law. Yeah. Truly. Like still to this day, like it's so they are sometimes the reason why I can do some of the things that I do. Mm -hmm. They're the reason why I don't have to pay for child child care. Mm -hmm. And I know how lucky we are. Mm -hmm. Um, But a huge kudos to grandparents for that. Yeah, that could be a whole nother thing. But I mean, we can get into it because we have two different like, you know, set of circumstances. There's probably a lot of people like me who don't really have help. Yeah. You know, my mom passed away from cancer. She was my main help. My dad works crazy hours. Mm -hmm. Um, and my mother-in-law has five kids. She's got two kids who are very young. So I don't really have help. And that is just in itself. It's really hard, but it's a very lonely feeling a lot of times. And so it is so important to have good friends who are able, if you're not able to have, see, I'm a very like crazy person. Like I don't trust, I don't even think it's crazy. I don't trust people with my child. Like I don't, you don't, I don't No, I don't trust anybody with my child because I genuinely don't think anyone can take care of her as good as I can. And that's just because I know her best. Yeah. And same goes, no one's going to be able to take care of your children the way that you take care of them. Yeah. So I don't trust people to watch them. Yeah. I mean, to watch her. Like you said, we come from completely two different situations when it comes to help. Um, But I feel like when you find those people that you trust Mm -hmm. and that you can fully rely on, I think it also comes down to who respects you. Mm Mm-hmm. Who respects you as their parent? Like your boundaries and stuff. Boundaries. Yeah. That that topic. (laughs) We've talked about this. Yeah. Um, Um, That's so important (laughs) as a parent because everybody has different boundaries that they have for their child. And, you know, I feel like we have very similar boundaries with our children. And it's like finding someone who will respect that and enforce those boundaries when you're not there. That's so important. Very, very important. And it's tough to find those people that respect it. And me and my husband still struggle with it. Until our oldest went to school, no one else watched them but us Mm -hmm. and his grandparents, Mm -hmm. his both sets of grandparents. And so, I mean, that in itself, it was really hard to transition into school. And I know you're not there yet, um, but Mm -hmm. for people that are listening, like, Yes, I we are very lucky to be able to have family watch our children. But when it comes time to send them to school, that's like where it bites us in the ass because it it was hard. I mean, Cove, he's doing really good, but he was struggling really bad. I mean, it was like a very separation anxiety situation. Um, but now he's flourishing and he's doing so good and um, he loves it. And you have him in a different type of school, right? Mm -hmm. What kind of school is it that you have him in? We have him in a nature school. It's a very like Montessori type school. Um, So they learn through play. They don't sit at a desk all day. They just play. Their classroom is kind of like your home. They have like a couch. They have books everywhere with a bookshelf and um, all wooden toys, no plastic, they if it's sunny outside they will be outside all day playing that's amazing 
and sometimes he comes home completely wet and dirty and but it's fine he's learned so much and he's not forced to sit at a desk and use a pencil and write and he has learned so much and I think too it goes back to like we always said when we would have kids that we would want to send them to like a Montessori type school but we knew as he was growing up like if he needed something different, like if we noticed something in him that he needed more structure and he needed to sit down at a desk and be told like how to learn and like how to do these things that we would send him to a regular school. But once we were approaching that decision, we just knew he would do so good in the type of environment that he's in Mm -hmm. now in school. But yeah, it's been amazing to watch him just flourish and grow. Yeah. That's one of our biggest fears as a parent is you never know. You can say all these things before you have a child and even when they're young, like before these decisions actually happen. But I've always said, and Skylar has always said that we want to homeschool Sky. And obviously, like I said, you don't know when the time comes. Maybe we might be like, okay, maybe this might be another route that we want to take. But as of right now, we're pretty firm in our decision of like, we do want to homeschool her when the, when the time comes, if we're able to do that. But because one of the main things that I'm terrified of as a mom is sending her off to a school system and just not knowing, not knowing what they're learning, not knowing what she who she's surrounding herself with, not knowing that it's, I saw something. It was actually a podcast podcast clip that popped up on my Instagram feed. And it was saying how you can raise your kids as best as you possibly can. But one of the biggest factors in shaping who they are as a human is where you live and who they're going to be surrounding themselves with, what kind of school system they're in the crowd they end up in and all of this is going to be so it's going to be such a major influence on their identity. And that is terrifying to me. I can do the absolute best that I can with her. And then I send her off to school and she gets involved in a crowd that is crazy or and into stuff that is not what we would hope for. That's terrifying. And even just in today's world, all these school shootings and stuff like that, it's terrifying. Yeah, there's it's, many, many factors that can go into what you're feeling. It's terrifying. Mm-hmm. But in the same sense, it's like, you know, when it comes to the school shootings and stuff like that, that can happen anywhere. Anywhere. You can I go mean, into a grocery store and be just simply buying groceries. And there's so many things happening in this world and it's such a scary world to raise kids in oh I have said it multiple times I sometimes feel so guilty for bringing kids into this world it's terrifying and as a parent all you want to do is keep them safe Mm -hmm. I mean it's the it's what I think about all day every day I'm not thinking about myself it's about her you know, making sure she's learning in the way she's supposed to, keeping her safe, doing all of these things. Like I said in the beginning of the episode, we just got a German Shepherd dog. We don't need another dog. We have two small dogs. We're getting this dog for protection to make sure that she's taken care of, that we're all taken care of. And it's sad that that's like the world that we live in today, that you have to be so extremely cautious. But it's just the reality of it. And it's you just cannot 
you cannot take too many safety precautions in today's world. And it's just sad. It's so sad. And absolutely, 100% with what you're saying. It's so scary. I think, I think every American feels like that in mm-hmm. today's world. I mean, you see on the news, every headline is bad and negative. We're desensitized to it at yeah. this point. But we have to live this life as if I mean of course you have to have those precautions and you have to you know watch your surroundings when you're Mm -hmm. at the store of course do I wish it was different yes but it's not Mm -hmm. unfortunately you just have to keep living your life and yeah protect your littles and as best as you can yeah and we've had this conversation before because you and I are very similar and we don't like doing anything by ourselves with our child yeah I literally have texted both sets of grandparents and been like you are no longer allowed you are no longer allowed (laughs) to to take them to the store by yourself Mm -hmm. like you have to have someone else with you and that's just another safety thing that you have to take yeah it's something it's a boundary that I had to set with both Mm -hmm. sides of grandparents I will not go to the store by myself Mm -hmm. with even just one of them with the things that I've seen on TikTok and the news and actually one of we have two targets right by us but our neighborhood target a guy literally had a child in his arms racing out yeah. out of the store you told me about and that. thank god the mom got to a security officer and they closed the doors in time but our like literally our neighborhood target that is terrifying mm-hmm. that's where we go shopping that's where we take our kids it's things like that that you you see all the time and you're just thinking like that would never happen like that's that's horrible but that's not going to happen to me. Right. But like the people who it happened to, you know, they're thinking the same thing. Mm-hmm. I am a small girl. I'm five foot one. I am tiny. I literally look like I'm 15 years old. <laughs> and with having a child who is not to toot, toot my own jeans horn, but uh, she's stunning. <laughs> okay. My jeans. Oh. <laughs> You're I saw you like, hmm? not to toot my own jeans Wheels horn, but, um, my child is the cutest thing ever. Oh my God. She was giving me baby <laughs> fever earlier and we don't need that. No, nope. We don't. She gives me baby fever every single day. Oh. Um, but it's just me being as small as I am. And like, I mean, anybody it's your, you have to be so extra careful, but like someone could just snatch me right up. Yeah. I'm and not I'm not terrifying. as tiny as you, but my biggest fear is getting snatched up. Yeah. And you know, they always say, Oh, they'll send you right back, but in today's world Yeah. They what are you talking about? <laughs> it's scary. No, it's it's really so scary. And one of the big things that my husband gets on to me all the time about is carrying a gun. And I struggle with that. Because they're just so terrifying to me. But I think if we, we've talked about this before, Mm -hmm. we want to go to a class and we want to get our concealed carry and we're going to do it. But I think if we go to a class, we learn about it, we'll have that confidence to carry one. Mm -hmm. I have a friend that carries one and I feel so safe around her. A hundred percent. Yeah. 
my husband has this concealed carry. When he first got it, I was just so, I hated it. I just didn't like the idea of something so fucking deadly I think when being you around switch, us. Yeah, I think when you switch your mind from it being something deadly to something protective. Right. Well, now I'm like, I will ask him, like, you have your gun with you? Like, mm-hmm. and I, he always has it on him now. And, you know, he always tells me, he's like, you, you have to be more proactive. Like, you should be carrying a gun. You should be doing this and this. And I'm like, you know, he is right. And I, I always put it off. But yeah. it's so important to just make sure that you are taking all measures because there, there's so much shit. I haven't even said what happened to me with my mm-hmm. car getting marked yeah. I think I said this in a TikTok once maybe I could tell the story real quick so this was when Sky was a little bit younger she was probably like not even a year yet like 10 or 11 months old maybe yeah it was before we went to Disney she wasn't a, she wasn't oh, okay. one yet okay so you know when you're a new mom and you never had a child before and at least this is how I felt it was kind of overwhelming to take your child out in public Cause it's like, you're scared they're going to cry or you're scared that like something's going to happen and like, you don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of like, I have a lot of anxiety when I first became a mom and just like taking her out of my comfort zone. Um, and so I had finally like just had gotten to a point where I was like feeling comfortable in my mom abilities to take her out on my own while Skylar was working. And I knew scary shit happened in the world, but I was completely naive to like human trafficking and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I knew it happened, but I didn't really realize that it can happen as close to home as you would think. We went, it was just like a normal weekday. We went to the grocery store. It's like a Tuesday. It was very like chill day. And long story short, ended up, it was me and Sky. We went by ourselves, ended up getting home and Skylar noticed on our car that there was a mark and it was like probably like a quarter size of it's, it was almost like you guys know those like paint markers mm-hmm. yeah like that you're like, like someone, in, when you're in high school and you write like you know shit like that it looks, or just married it looked shit like, like that. someone yeah. drew like a big old circle it was clearly a mark like clearly someone had done it deliberately bright um, blue I didn't even notice it, but when I got home, he noticed it and he said he didn't really think too much of it right away um, because he's a man and he was just like, oh, whatever, go about my business. Then he started thinking about it and he was like, this is odd. And his cousin uh, works for the police department and asked him about it and he was like, this is a very common human trafficking like signal we did a little research on it and he kind of like debriefed us on things and come to find out it's like a people who are trafficking they have like they may not even know each other but there's like a like a silent like rule that like if there's like a certain mark on a car like this is a good target if you look it up there's multiple ones that it'll tell you about there's Mm -hmm. like putting like a dollar bill on your Uh, a car handle there's putting money on your windshield wipers it's for you to get out of the car it's Mm -hmm. a distraction for you to get out of your car before you pull out of the parking lot yeah um and a lot of times from what I've seen sometimes like they'll have like a dollar bill or whatever and there's like what is it chloroform something on it that can like make you pass out and like stuff like that and so you know there's like a lot of different things but the marker or whatever, it was something to kind of signal to anyone 
Like, and, and then it's crazy because when I found out that that was like a thing, then all these thoughts started going through my head. And then I'm thinking this guy was looking at me kind of crazy. Looking at your child. Yeah. And then I'm thinking like all these thoughts start going through your head. Like, holy shit. I was literally minding my own business with my 10 month old daughter, maybe even younger than that who's such an innocent little soul and to think that there was more than likely somebody watching us while we were in the store plotting on how they could take us, take her, take me, who knows what they wanted to do. And it's just chilling and it's just sad. And that's why I don't care who judges me. I don't care what anyone has to say about my rules with my children I'm protecting them and I know what's going on in this world and I think that goes back to like you've just got to educate yourself Mm -hmm. you've got to educate yourself with what's going on in this world it's scary yeah Um, and that can go easier to be naive it is it is yeah but then when something like that happens to you it slaps you in the face and you're like holy shit that's what I'm saying a lot of times it's easier to turn a blind eye and Mm -hmm. be like this isn't going to happen to me Or do you want to go look the other way and look at this could happen to me? What do I need to be doing to make sure that my child and me are protected at all costs? Yeah. Like I can't even go to Target or the grocery store. I I mean, if you know anything about me, if you know me personally, I am obsessed with grocery shopping. Like I Mm -hmm. will go to Whole Foods and I will just look down the aisles. You didn't know me about that? Weird. You didn't know anything. (laughs) You didn't know that about Weird me. obsession right there. Yeah. And now I can't even enjoy it because mm-hmm. I am constantly looking over my shoulder. Mm-hmm. If someone's even remotely close to, like if I sense that someone is following me, mm-hmm. I, I'm no longer having a good time. And like <laughs> how you were saying, you'll never feel bad about setting these boundaries. No. You absolutely shouldn't. You can and think I'm crazy, but a, you are not allowed to take my kids anywhere alone. You have to have someone else with you. Is you should never allow anybody to question you or to make you feel any type of way in what makes you feel comfortable as a parent. If I tell you the most crazy ass fucking thing about what I want you to do with my child, I don't want to hear it. Like, I don't want to hear what, oh, like you're being too protective and like, you know, shit like that. It's like, if this is going to make me feel comfortable and if you love me and respect me as a human, then just shut up, respect my wishes, Mm -hmm. respect my boundaries and keep it moving. Because, you know, this is like what we talked about in previous episodes, but why does the way that we parent affect you? And if you are there to help us, then it shouldn't matter. Nope, you should be striving to make sure that move along. We feel comfortable as a parent because you would want the same respect for your child. And And that goes back to like, we're all trying to figure out if you have kids, like E said, when you have a newborn, some people might not know how to change a diaper. Some people Mm -hmm. might not know how to you know, breastfeed or, and then you have all these people coming at you, like you should do it this way. You should do it that way. And you don't want to, you don't want to make a parent feel less confident Mm -mm. than they probably are already feeling. You know, a lot of it does come like instinctively, but 
a lot of it is questioning yourself over and over like am I doing this right and that's why I said in the beginning of the episode it really is so important to have people who you trust for me it was just my friends yeah um who I can say and and I think what's important too is having people who you know aren't going to judge you Mm -hmm. so you can say am I doing this right or even if you need to send a photo to somebody and be like what you know just things like that and knowing that you have some sort of community to just be there to help you it's so important and now after I've gone through it through it I don't think that's a fucking word after I've gone through it after I've gone through it and I have seen how much that helped me I always make it a point to anyone who just anybody in general I will always reach out and say listen if you ever need anything if you just ever need someone to talk to I've been through it and I know that was so helpful for me I will always do that and make sure you can always come to me for anything because it's so important yeah it really is and it goes a long way yeah we're very similar in that we will pick up the phone and text someone if Mm -hmm. we're thinking about them my my rule of thumb is like if you pop up in my head I'm gonna text you a hundred percent you might think I'm annoying as hell but Mm -hmm. I'm gonna text you and I'm gonna make you feel loved I'm gonna make you feel thought about and I think everyone should be like that um yeah, it doesn't but happen no. a lot of times. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's a shit-ass fucking world. Mm-hmm. Do I need to cut back on my cussing? No, I love it. Like, I... <laughs> <laughs> it's like second nature. I love it. I just... Yeah, shit-ass fucking world. <laughs> you know? It is. It's, it's such a shitty world. And we're living in it, unfortunately. And let's just all be good humans and... Mm support not only other moms but support other humans we're all going through it together mm-hmm. and just humans supporting humans love that yeah that's a great quote we should quote that right now humans supporting what did you say <laughs> humans supporting other humans taylor christie <laughs> wise words of taylor. humans yeah Great place in the episode. Yeah, that I think. was that was good. Tuesdays. Hope you guys have an amazing Tuesday. Come hang out with us every Tuesday. Tuesday. Um, Tuesday. If you are love that, love that. Um, we didn't even say this in our previous episodes, but make sure you guys are like following us on all socials, mm-hmm. Instagram. Um, we have like updates, and we're gonna do fun like question things on there. Yeah. Um, like what would we do? Mm-hmm. Fun things like that. And then you can also watch on YouTube, listen on all platforms. Yeah. Send in some juicy questions. We'll answer them. We won't hold back. Mm-hmm. Anything you want to know, we'll tell you. But we want to get into the juicy shit too. Yeah. Don't be fooled. Yeah. We can be serious and goofy. We can do it all. We can- <laughs> We're like great talent here. <laughs> All right. Hope you guys have such a great day. Cheers. Cheers.